Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. The Law Report with Michael Matwening Bell, Kaya FM 95.9. Good evening and welcome to The Law Report. My name is Michael Matuning. Bill, very good to be with you this Wednesday evening where once again we're talking law. But this time around, we're approaching it from something of a different perspective. And, and the show is, is, you know, I woke up this morning and I'm on Twitter and I see this video that everybody has different comments about. And it's on hashtag, hashtag Ujola99. So check it out because it's going to be really important that you, you know what I'm talking about. And when you look at this video, it's a bunch of young people, um, two females, one male, in a bedroom. And these bodybuilding people storm in with cameras behind them with another lady who then seems aggrieved by the fact that the trio or the trio is having, is engaged in some other sexual conduct. And some of these women in that in that in that video are topless and it's 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 something of an episode where i was left with so many questions and then it wasn't just me you know when i just tracked down and i looked at all the comments below everybody was sort of shocked at the sense of you know is is this what entertainment has become has has our entertainment you know gone so low that we can just storm into people's bedrooms i mean it's a bedroom right it's not something that you know where i catch you at a petrol station and then perhaps some scene unfolds they storm into a bedroom that none of them own so none none of the people from the tv crew own and 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 certainly not the the lady who's aggrieved at the fact that her boyfriend as if she had some claim is is having sexual intercourse with with the two other ladies now, that obviously disturbed us, and the right thing for us to do was to call the people at Marja Love who are producing the show and invite them to say, come and explain uh, what is going on. But we obviously, um, coming from the point of view that we, we think the show gave rise to some legal issues, and, and they tell us that they are unavailable. Um, and their reason is that it's short notice. But I mean, one wonders whether those ladies in that video had any kind of notice at all. But I mean, that, that's, that's another point. So I wanted to dispense with that so that we are clear that we're talking about Marja Live, but we did afford them, afford them an opportunity to, to come and speak for themselves. But I mean, this, it does raise questions, but, but there's also other questions. So it's not just, you know, this for me is, is broader than Marja Live. It's, us as people, what is entertaining to us? I mean, you know, and, and what's the line? When I was growing up, um, a song used to go something like, I'll make love to you, right? And that was, oh, yeah, you know, like they're talking about sex and this is, mm. but now the songs don't say and insinuate anything. They actually are so graphic. And then we went to a, a bigger part. We went to a stage where the things were being censored. So you'd hear that the F would be beeped out. But now it's actually so graphic that if there was a thing called visual pornography, the songs are visual pornography. And all of this is done in the name of entertainment. And I wonder whether, you know, who sets the pace for us? 
and who should set the pace for us? Um, are, are we at a point where, you know, we, we, do we, can we draw the line and say, well, we, we, we like our songs this way or we like our entertainment and this is the limit that we want to draw. And I, and I want to hear what you think, uh, what you think, because this is, it is, it is perhaps, as some would say, a new wave. That's, the, that's where the world is going and that's what um, freedom of speech entails. And that's really the topic tonight. You know, to what extent can I pursue my freedom of speech? And how does it fare relative to others' rights of, of privacy and so on and so forth? So that's our topic for this, for this evening. I really, really look forward to engaging with you and getting some of your views and your sense. And, 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 and I want to hear more from somebody that says, yeah, but that's, that's, that's great entertainment. That's showbiz. I love it. Or whatever point of view you may have. Let's engage. Let's have a chat. Do give us a call. The number to dial is 86 And you can also, uh, you can check out, um, I mean, we've, we've, we've tweeted it or about to tweet it. So you can check out the video for yourself and really just get a sense of, of what we, we're talking about, right? So, so, so that's our show tonight. Do give us a call. Let me introduce my guests. Uh, joining us on the line uh, is Ms. Tolwani Nteke. Tolwani, good evening, and thank you so much uh, for agreeing to talk to us at such short notice. Are you well? I'm very well, thanks, Mike. How are you? Very good, thank you. And also joining me in the studio is uh, Lerato Ntwampe, um, an expert when it comes to matters of social media, uh, the law, laws of privacy, etc. Lerato, hello, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right. Um, so, 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 you know, uh, Tolanya, you would have he- heard my introduction, um, and 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 of course, you know, I want to get your sense, but I want to get the sense, perhaps, maybe to place you well in the conversation. Maybe an introduction for those that don't remember you, that you've been on the show and we've talked about the NAB. What is the NAB and 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 maybe its role um, when it comes to uh, broadcasting? Um, so the NAB is a um, industry representative, representative association. Um, we represent all the broadcasters. Um, and so what we do a lot of is policy interventions and regulatory interventions where perhaps government is developing legislation. The NAB also established the DCCSA, the Broadcast Complaints Commission of South Africa, um, although that operates independently outside of the NAB because we can't be um, judge and jury over our own cases. Yeah. Um, and, and so obviously the members of the NAB as signatories of the BCCSA code actually are, um, they uphold the BCCSA code insofar as the content that is made available through their services. So in relation to the subject matter, that's more or less what the role of the NAB is. Of course, we do a lot more, but I just wanted to confine the role of the NAB to the discussion at hand that you're having now. And, and, and that is a very, very good place. And, and, and so um, one wonders then, uh, you know, I don't know if you've, you've had a chance to, to, to look at the, the video, um, when when do I, as a as an observer, or, or as a, as an audience, because you know there's there's a, there's a debate when we talk about what might necessarily offend me, as an audience may not offend the next person. Yes. And and I'm trying to understand the very difficult position you might find yourself in to say, um, you know, how how do you then balance that equation? Because because. I'm pretty sure there is no universal standard for acceptable or not acceptable. Yeah. 
And ultimately, being a constitutional democracy, we're really guided around the parameters of Section 16 because the freedom of expression is really what um, is the cornerstone right for broadcasters and media and entertainment sector in South Africa as a whole. Mm. So it is a fine balance in terms of um, the freedom of expression, which includes the freedom of the media, but balancing that very carefully against other rights in the Constitution, um, like the, the, the analogy is always my right to swing my arm stops where your nose starts. And it's really a matter of um, balancing the various rights and understanding that what may be distasteful may not necessarily be illegal or prohibited. And from a consumer point of view, what's very important is that the consumer is informed about the particular type of content so that they may decide whether or not they want to view that content knowing what it contains. And with that, then, is really where you have your code of conduct that is developed or rather administered by the DCCSA. And that really goes into what information consumers must be um, empowered with in relation to the content itself. Um, It also does provide guidance around scheduling of certain types of content. Um, There's watershed where during those hours, perhaps more adult content could be made available Mm. where it's family time in inverted commas, certain types of content should not be made available and it also makes provision for age advisories. So again, it's around balancing the interest of um, the consumer insofar as being entertained, but also being informed around the particular type of content. And of course, there, are, there is legislation that we are aware of, um, especially when it comes to the identity of children, perhaps, how certain incidents must be reported, um, issues around the right of reply. So it is, it, it is quite complex and it is quite layered. Mm-hmm. But at the crux of it, 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 it is a balancing of interests and not necessarily an outright censorship approach. And 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 you know so so matters of you know and 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 I hear the distinction and perhaps that's where the difficulty then lies, where something that may be immoral and and I use that advisedly or offensive may not necessarily be at the same time unlawful or illegal even, mm, and and, yeah. and 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 therefore there there wouldn't be there there. there isn't an authority that would is in a position to pronounce on what is moral and what is immoral. Yeah, because it, it boils down to um, one the appropriateness of the content, and that must at all times be viewed in context. Yeah. Secondly, um, it also boils down to the use of consumer advisories and age advisories as well, and that should be done in such a way that it's not misleading. But quite importantly is to ensure that there is some sort of recourse. So notwithstanding the fact that there might have been a disclaimer around the content, notwithstanding the fact that there might have been an age advisory or consumer advisory, if I am so particularly aggrieved with certain types of content, I as a consumer must still be able to say um, this is the course that I am in law entitled to take and I must be able to invoke my rights. Um, so um, for NAB members, that would be 
laying a complaint with the Broadcast Complaint Commission of South Africa, where the complainant would have to indicate which part of the code the broadcaster um, breached. And if it's not a signature of the DCCSA Code of Conduct, then there is ICASA with the triple C as well. And if it's not broadcast content, of course, we do have institutions such as the Film and Publication Board as well that have their own classification guidelines. And so it's always to ensure that if if, if there is recourse that a public um, a member of the public would want to follow or do, that those institutions um, are also put in place. So, 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 I mean, if I can bring in uh, Lerat and Dombe here, if you, you look at the video, and I'm just thinking about the classification guidelines that, yes. that um, Tolwani refers to, um, the, the, it's rated 16. Yes, it's 16 uh, L-N. Yeah. Um, so for, it's, it's L for language and nudity. Yeah. Um, but um, so um, the difference here is with BBCSA, they have their own... Uh, classification guidelines yeah. and the FPB also has the film and the publication, film and publication board, board yeah. also has their own mm-hmm. um, so the difference is uh, with the 16 L, uh, LN that was um, you know given for this um, show mm-hmm. um, you know Ujola 99 um, it's according to their guidelines sure um, but I think what they also missed was the violence because if you if you look at the yes. the video there is an element of of violence. So in this respect I deserve as a consumer because there's a scene where the lady that believes she has some claim to the boyfriend then goes and slaps the yes. other lady. Yes. And 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 some um so some wrestling ensues. Yes. Um but but nobody warned me. Yes, nobody warned that you that I would be seeing violence yeah or that you'd be seeing a potentially used condom yeah um that but was I mean, also shown so in, i mean in, so, so oh yes okay yeah. all right so the the, the used condom the where used, does it feature so the used condom uh, would bring a sexual element to right. it so obviously then uh, a reasonable person would assume that some sexual conduct or some sexual activity was happening um mm. you know during um during the act that was that we we, were, we, we saw on tv mm. um the ladies were bare-breasted um, you know, the one was covered in 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 the the juvet. So it seemed like there was some sexual um, activity that was happening. But as a viewer, you weren't warned. Yeah. It was just nudity. So so all right. So now we know that as a consumer, because we're trying to get the line, you know, trying to get the point where where I guess we as society participate in the things that happen yes around us and that affect us so we know that in in respect of this video mm-hmm. there we were warned about the language yes and um, the nudity the nudity yes but we were not warned about the sex yes the, well well the, the potential the, sexual the intimated sex yes. or insinuated yes right and we were not warned about the violence so mm-hmm. that being the case what is our recourse do we have do i have recourse to wake up and see that it's it's not yeah. rated that way. Can I do anything about it to say uh, I was sitting there innocently watching and I mm. didn't want to know who's having sex with who and I didn't want to see women fight, mm. uh, particularly young women when we're trying to spread another, you know, when we're trying to spread another message. And, and I guess that's even a separate topic, even outside of what we're talking about, to yes. say that the, the production of that violence, does, does it... Does it create the kind of society that that we want, right? That we aspire for, 
and 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 assuming that there is no law that say you know uh, that that sort of regulates that but but where does the corporate responsibility come in and I, and, and I'll turn to that but for now I want to focus on, on on this point where do I turn to having now been subjected to things that I wasn't forewarned mm-hmm. about I think Tulwana um, you know yeah. captured it when she mentioned that you can uh, basically lay a complaint um, with the BBCSA BCCSA. yeah BCCSA and um, also with ICASA yeah. um, you know with and, with and, and, and Tulwana ha- having raised the issue initially what then what what then would happen in other words what what are the powers of the of the BCCSA are they going to uh, impose a five thousand rands fine, which I'm assuming does nothing to you know to punish these uh, su- the broadcast of such material because I, I'm pretty sure they can afford the five grands or what kind of punishment are are imposed and 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 I'm particularly curious on the question because I'm I wonder at the back of my mind whether the punishments in place are enough to deter people from doing this because there doesn't seem to be much deterrence in my observa- in my observations. Um, just to take it a step back around what was being raised in terms of the other aspects of the content that really didn't make it into the advisory, so the potential or insinuated effects and the violence. Mm. Um, when it comes to age advisories, it's not always that you would have an age advisory and a consumer advisory because the, the approach generally from a content regulation point of view mm. is if we are saying that the content is aged rate, um, aged or rated 16, excuse me. Yes. The um, assumption is that as, as a person who is 16 years and older, there's a certain appreciation that you can have around the type of content um, and it's not expected that it might have a certain level of moral harm or physical harm or it would impair... But, but why not? Why, why not? Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me challenge you on that because... because no, no, no. So, so, so hang on, before yeah. you, I, don't want to dis- I don't want to disturb the trail of thought, but before you, you yeah. sort of move on from that, um, why it, I, I get that perhaps there's more protection that has to be afforded to kids or children, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's a different topic, but but there's also uh, uh, me as 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 you know the, the claim is that I made a choice to watch it, but yeah. I didn't. My choice was not informed because I didn't expect to see what I ultimately saw. Mm. So what boils down to essentially then is the impact of that particular element. So mm. If we are talking about a once-off violent scene. Mm-hmm. Um, as was seemingly the case, I didn't. I didn't watch the show, um, yeah. so I do apologize for that. So it also it's, it's it's looking at the impact of a particular element. So if it's a once-off, the person slaps somebody, and then the engagement ensues between the characters. Then that isolated event, and I use the word isolated yeah. very carefully, would not necessarily warrant an advisory, considering the fact that the content itself is already rated at sixteen. Right. Um, the same would apply with the implied sexual scene because the content itself is somewhat highly rated because remember beyond 16 the next age rating is 18 beyond 18 we actually don't put um, age advisories so if for instance it was going to be something where there is quite sexually explicit content um, throughout the throughout the show or a very sexually explicit um, scene for instance then perhaps 
looking at the impact of that scene and that particular element, it might warrant a advisory. Mm. So it's not to say that there's negligence around the advisories, but they look at it in relation to the age advisory itself. So if it was rated at a lower age rating, let's say 13, for example, then perhaps considering that the age rating is right. lower, it might warrant the additional consumer advisory of sex or violence because you must always look at the advisory of that element, the effects of violence, against the age rating. The higher the age rating, the higher the impact of a specific element must be for it mm. to warrant an age rating. Okay, very, 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 yeah. very, I, I, you know, you're very clear. <laughs> I understand very clearly. Thank you for that explanation. I want to take a break, uh, Tulona. I understood that you would be with us for a short while. Will, 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 you, will you be with us when we come back? I'll be with you when you, when you come back. Uh, you've you've just, you've just, I just had a warm, fuzzy feeling in my heart. <laughs> I thank you for that. All right, um, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion talking about how far is far enough when it comes to um, issues of nudity, issues of privacy, issues of, of vulgar and language and, and what kind of society are we hoping to build? You know, looking back for it, my own point of view, looking back the last 20 years, we've gotten pretty, you know, we've kind of stretched the limit in terms of what we can show, what we can, what we can project on, 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 on and our music videos and, and, and even in our lyrics themselves. And, and I wonder how the next 20 years will look. And I wonder if we have a say in all of that. And also, this being a legal show, we are, we are taking a, a legal view into it. And uh, I do look forward to getting your comments when we come back. Call us now, 086-00-00-959. The Law Report with Michael Mutsweningbel, Kaya FM 95.9. Dude, have you heard of comedy in Zambia? Yeah, also Ghana, Kenya, everywhere in the continent. Are you joking? About comedy? Never. So, who will win the Savannah Pan-African Award? Don't know. That's why tickets are available at CompuTicket. Savannah Comics Choice Awards, Saturday, 7 September at the Lyric Theatre, Gold Reef City. Brought to you by Savannah Premium Cider, Chats Connect, Channel 24 in partnership with Kaya FM 95.9. Savannah Premium Cider. Unapologetic about African comedy, not for sales to persons under the age of 18. You want a reliable, low-mileage, stylish car? Get the Hyundai 1.6 Accent Automatic. You want dual airbags and ABS for safety, and you want the balance of a seven-year warranty for peace of mind. Get the Accent. Of course, you really want a good price. From only 199,900 Rand, you'll get a great price. Get what you want. Get your Hyundai 1.6 Accent Automatic from only 199,900. What, what is going on with Cyril Ramaphosa's re-election or election strategy and how it is that 400 million rand, is that the number, has to be spent in this regard? We are as broke as it's ever been and I don't think the situation has ever been as bad as we're seeing it now. And of course, the big problem that we have is that we have all these state-owned enterprises that are just failing to really generate enough money to cover their costs and are living on debt. Now, the problem with these entities living on debt is that that debt is backed by us as a taxpayer. Kaya Satole, our analyst. Breakfast with David. Monday to Thursday, 6 to 9 a.m. Kaya FM 95.9. Call us now, 086 00 959.
Know your rights. Know the law. The Law Report with Michael Matuining Bill. Welcome back. I'm in conversation with Lerato Ntompe as well as Tulan Ncheke. We're talking about privacy laws, social media laws, broadcasting laws, your rights as a consumer, but also your rights, you know, whether whether I can come and film you in your bedroom, whether um, I can I can be... Um, you know, I can use that film for commercial benefit. That's what we're talking about, um, and and I'm really interested. Um, and and I've seen I've seen uh, some of the, the the tweets on this. I'm really interested to know what do you think. But but also one one topic that I guess hasn't been engaged at all. You know, is it is is freedom of speech and and not as the law would have it, but as you would have it. Is freedom of speech the right for 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 um, these thing, these types of things to happen, where where people's lives are projected on television, and and we get to engage them, and and this discussion is given rise by um, uh, um, uh, uh, the, uh, the 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 channel what is Moja Love Moja Love where where sort of a threesome, uh, young people having a threesome. Um, were then filmed and and there was violence. There was a little bit of nudity and 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 a lot of things that, in my opinion, would have been quite disturbing to 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 a few people. But here's an here's a point. You know, before we took a break, Lerato, uh, we were talking about how you know what the ratings are, the BCCSA. But what has happened, and certainly how I came to access this, was not through. The TV channel itself that it was on social media. Yes. that's how I came. So, so somebody films this yes. and broadcasts this, and, and I'm not sure what laws I play in that kind of scenario. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a tough one because it's it's social media as it stands now isn't really that regulated. Mm-hmm. So, for somebody to take a video, um, you know, of of something that was as humiliating as that is, mm. so now you're extending. Um, the humiliation um, impairing on this person's human dignity yeah. and the privacy. So people who would have not seen it on on, on television yeah. are now seeing it on social media, and yeah. people are actually participating now. Um, you know, sharing the comments, their views, and you, it's just basically taking it to another level because mm. now it's going viral, and then this person's rights are just just keep being um, you know violated and infringed on as it goes because mm. as soon as you put in that hashtag we jola everybody's on it yeah um you know i don't even have to look hard to search for the video i just hashtag i didn't jola even look you know like you know, exactly me, I, I was innocently <laughs> exactly <laughs> but but i mean what 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 is the you know, so now there's like republication yes um and and does that you know does that have an impact because surely the story can't end at well you know our laws don't mm. regulate yes. social media but I mean, media law does in a yeah. way. Um, so we'd look at what we call chain of publication. Mm. So what that means is that, so this person, whoever posted it, I don't know the, the first point of, the first publisher. Yeah. Um, so that person would obviously the, be the first in line um, to be sued. So that would be maybe a first defendant or a first uh, respondent. Yeah. And then everybody that follows after that. So everybody who retweeted without dissociating themselves, saying that this is wrong, you know they disapproving um you know of the content that they're seeing or you know let's stop this let's report it people who are just commenting and going wild like she deserves it humiliating her just adding 
more spice to the situations, they can actually also become, you know, respondents or defendants in the action. Mm. People who comment, you know, anything that just perpetuates more more uh, harassment and more violating um, circumstances, then they, those people would also be, um, you know, part of mm. so uh, legal of, proceedings, it, it, basically. So, so, I mean, we've, we've talked uh, about sort of what we're seeing as as outsiders looking in. Yes. And I, and I think another part that, that warrants some discussion is the women in the vil- yeah. video and the parties that are involved. Mm. Um, the first thing I saw, I thought to myself was surely um, they're entitled to keep their bedroom affairs private. Yeah. Like surely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with reality shows, um, you know, most of these reality shows would have what they what we call a release form. Yeah. So basically there you would give consent um, to say, yeah, you can show, you know, what happened. But, um, but who, though? Because, I mean, if you take this video, mm-hmm. there's the lady that clearly called the, the, the video, I mean, the, the, the channel. Yes. And so then, she would have signed it. So she and, and, and fine. I mean, not that she was embarrassed at mm-hmm. all. Um, but but. I guess it depends how you look at it. If you know, the, some people might think that's spreading your own personal things. Yes. And, you know. Anyway, um, but the three people, the the, the 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 man and the two women, I, I, I'm assuming they didn't. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Moja isn't here to explain for themselves. Yeah. So unfortunately, but I mean, let, we'll just I mean, have to assume. assuming, I mean, if they consented up front, right? Yeah. So they wouldn't have consented because if they consented then they wouldn't have been caught yes. unless it was staged, in which case we have nothing That's to suggest. Story. We have nothing to suggest that it was staged. Yeah. Um, so, so, so clearly there was no consent. We're not sure. But yeah. if, if there wasn't consent, then surely they would have, um, you know, uh, some legal recourse in terms of infringement of, of privacy, mm-hmm. uh, invasion of privacy, and also, you know, um, violation of human dignity. Um, but also, you know, with, with these uh, release forms, basically, you would waiver some rights mm-hmm. um, if, if you did sign it. You'd waiver your, your, your right to sue. You'd waiver your right to some of your rights. You would, um, you know, waiver, um, you know, waiver of liability. So and, and even even waiver getting paid. Of course, because yeah, you because did this we know they're going to make money out of this. Yeah, you want to yeah. be on TV. You're going to sign yeah. this thing, and most of them probably probably didn't even know what the that legal document mm. meant or what it was saying. I, I, I mean, Tulani, if I can just rope you back, I see the calls and keep them coming. Number to dial 086-00-00959. Um, um, this issue of, of you know, privacy, what say do I have um, about being filmed, Tulani? Like, I'm just minding my business, having a good time, and boom. At the end of the day, it's, it's first of all, the responsibility of, um, let's say, the content producer, they have to at least inform you as an individual what the implications of being filmed are. And they also have to be very honest and not mislead a person because oftentimes, you know, what the content producer might have in their own idea in terms of the script versus the narrative that they may give me as an innocent bystander 
might be two very different things. Mm. Um, and so it's very important that there has to be honest discussions and engagements around um, what the parameters would be in order for me to actually consent. Because if I don't know the extent of the content that's being created that I'm now a part of, I actually can't make a proper consent. Yeah. Um, where, for instance, let's say it's actually you and I engaging. I think you and I are discussing. Meanwhile, there's somebody who's taking footage of that yes. um, discussion, and that preliminary discussion then becomes part of the show that's aired. Yes. So it really boils down to the integrity of the engagements and um, the more open and transparent we are, the more I can then decide that, no, I do not want to be a part of it. But however, I can't want to say I'll be part of it um, and then want to cry foul later on. But, but what happened when I didn't? I mean, I mean, the, the, you know, the one where, where somebody calls the channel and say, please, I want you to come catch these guys out. That's, I yeah. can readily see how that person would potentially not have a foot to stand on. But what happens to the ones that are in a way the one that are being found out or the one you know like you you didn't call the channel you were just um spending time with your lover mm-hmm. and and what is consent a prerequisite because i'm i'm trying to see how would the channel come and broadcast this thing if they needed consent because it would mean that out of out of 50 things they film only 10 of them gets them the right consent um, because mm. because not everybody would say, yeah, you know, you caught me, I was topless and I was being beat mm. down and I really consent to that. So I want to understand what happens where there is no consent. There's various recourse. Um, mm. And unfortunately, at times, recourse in itself becomes quite expensive mm. um, because if it's a civil litigation, then there are lawyers' fees um, to take into consideration. Um, there are institutions such as the Human Rights Commission that's even gone as far as taking into consideration some social media cases mm. where they, um, you know, we know about the, the Adam individual, we know about the Penny Sparrows where they actually infringed on the dignity of a particular group of persons mm. um, to the extent that there is contravention of the DCCSA code in the way that people are depicted and people not being given the right of reply and so far as um, one's right to dignity and privacy to some extent being infringed upon and one could actually link that with a particular provision of the DCCSA code of conduct or a CASA's broadcast um, code of conduct mm. then that could also be a form of recourse and I think the challenge that we have oftentimes with um, reality TV shows is that you, Mike, could engage with them, but in your engagement, it might have implications on me. Yeah. Who I could be a third party and I haven't consented. Mm. But in the filming of the entire storyline, then my right to privacy actually becomes infringed upon or my right to dignity becomes infringed upon because mm. I'm some way, somehow, the third party or the lover mm. that is now part of this entire story mm. as Mojala's stories of We Are Jola tend to be. Mm, But mm. what's then important is that we need to familiarize ourselves as consumers and, and, and as subjects of the show themselves around what some of the recourse may be through institutions that I've mentioned, such as your Human Rights Commission, your BCCSA, mm. or even your um, ICASA Code of Conduct. So mm. content producers need to think very 
and hard. Yeah. And, you know, especially when content then evolves beyond your broadcast service platforms and goes on onto online media spaces. For sure. Now we think For about sure. what the liability of an, of an internet service provider is in those particular instances. For sure. Let me, let me take, let me take a call to Lwane. Um, um, okay. And and we're gonna we're gonna take a break, but I, I, I wanna I wanna get in as as many calls and 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 like Benny, you can give us a call by dialing oh eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. Benny from Pretoria, hello. My brother, I hope I was part of the program from the start. Oh yeah. There is a there's a court decision on this matter. Yes. On the eighth of April. Yes. Um. The program upheld was actually given a serious warning. By the magistrate. The same program. Yes. We are Jola Nine Nine, no Papa. Yeah. Both those programs were given a very serious warning by the magistrate in the Parliament Court in Pretoria. Yes. And that that was a second second decision. The other issue is that while Tulana says people can go to the BCCSA, it's a long process. Mm. Our courts are actually making this a criminal offense. It is a criminal offense. Mm. And I speak to you right now. Mm. You can get a protection order against the channel itself. Okay? Which which that protection order yeah. is standing and it is a protection order that can actually close down the station. The magistrate warned in that case. I was dealing with that case. Oh yeah. In defense. What's your surname, Benny? Padime. Hmm? Padime. Padime, I'm assuming you're a lawyer. You know me. You know me very well. <laughs> I was defending. I was defending that case, and we won the case on the merits of the fact that the people interfered in the privacy of that couple. Nice one. Okay. Secondly, uh, we looked at Section Nine of the Constitution, fifteen, sixteen, and also the issue of of, the, of human dignity. Yeah. And, and and all all those sections were taken into consideration. The BCCSA itself is not regulated properly. Now, what happened was that the Broadcast Act, the Broadcasting Act, yeah, uh, was taken into consideration to say the channel did not have the right to broadcast. Okay, mm-hmm. the right to broadcast, in spite of the fact that the girl signed. That this thing must be so, so hang on, hang on, Benny. Just take me yes. through this case. I mean, I, I haven't had the benefit of, of reading it. I'm assuming it's not reported. Um, yeah. So you it, took... It was reported on Safley. It was indeed. Oh, is that so? Uh, yes. Okay, I'll check it out. And then, so you saying that all of these events, you were able to take them to the harassment courts. In other words... Absolutely. No, no, no. Just, a, wait, just, 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 no, no. T- take us through. I, I really want to understand. No? Um, okay. So... Because because this is often something when you look at in, in um, and 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 you'd know that harassment court hasn't been around for that long, right? So it's it's it's, it's 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 still it's still something we 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 we're getting used to, and and it's very helpful, but we're learning it. And it works like magic. <laughs> sure, I can tell you, I'm, I'm, I've been I've been defending that court for a long time. So mm-hmm. sure, I'm sure, in, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. So so now. There are a number of issues, legal issues at play here. Yes. One, no, no, give me, give me a minute. I'm trying to learn, so it will help if, if you if, if you help me ask the question. Um, so the the first issue at play is the harassment and or, or, 
uncontroversial, clear harassment, violence, and all of that, which is what the Harassment Act contemplates on dealing with and addressing. Yes. Now, there is another issue which concerned us around the invasion of privacy, right? Um, And then the third issue is potentially um, whether the, the individuals concerned have consented and have informed consent before the broadcast of this. So there's there's a level of uh, of of a, of a violation of dignity to a point because it's not just privacy standalone. Yeah. It's 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 connected to that. So it's would totally would it. would the uh, the uh, that court be able to deal with all of those issues? Because when one thinks about harassment, one thinks about Yazuspanbanuyangklupa. Um, you know, uh, and I'm going to, I want to take Ulrato to harassment court. That's what the I mean. The protection order is issued on two bases. Mm. One is issued on the reputational damage of that person. Yeah. Who was sleeping with the two ladies. Mm. Okay. The second one is the invasion of privacy, which is a constitutional matter. Okay. Mm. That you can still even take to the high court. Mm. Now, the, the 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 channel itself must be sued based on a civil matter. Sure, but the person, the gentleman, mm. has the right to sue the woman who came with the bodyguards mm. into the room from a harassment point of view, mm. which is a criminal case this time. Yeah. So all I'm saying to you. Sure. Sure. I understand what Tulwana is saying. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we but appreciate that you bring a different dimension. Yeah. So yeah. So so, yes. so 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 the 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 essence is is that this is not just an issue of no. you know like airy fairy stuff. There's also a criminal uh-huh. element or a, like yeah, na moha kalit we get it. That there's a criminal element, and I can mm. tell you what I got. Mm. I got a five year suspended Yo. sentence for for this for this lady. Mm and a protection order for 2024. So it's five years in line from a criminal case to a point, uh, point of view with a, with a protection order and a warrant of arrest. Yo, Larata, you've been nodding your head ever <laughs> since Benny spoke. Yes, um, he's absolutely correct. Um, protection was, orders <laughs> saves lives. Definitely <laughs> they do. And what, what I'm saying, Tate hey. please understand me, Bra Mike. Mm. All I'm saying is, as a legal practitioner, mm. We want to dig deep into what the law says. Indeed. It's not about the social media here. Mm-hmm. It's about the privacy of a person, the harassment of another person, mm-hmm. and the invasion of privacy of those ladies who were naked mm-hmm. at that point. Exactly. Be- because the court considered that point. Now, mm-hmm. when the wife goes to sign off the copy of the broadcast, and that by the way, I didn't, it didn't even appear to me that yeah. she was a wife. I, As if she... Well, you know, I haven't gotta, seen the video. Mm. I haven't seen the video. Yeah, no, but save I'm yourself. Saying in, in, the, in the case that I'm talking about, yeah. the, the wife went and signed off on this thing. Yeah. Okay? And then what then happened, it was found by the court that it is an illegal act. So, so here's she, the thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I, I, I'm being, I, Benny, allow me to be naughty. The, the host of this thing. Don't be naughty now. <laughs> no, 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 not that naughty. Legal ethics, no. No, 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 no. Bear with me. You don't, don't, don't send some me. <laughs> okay. the, 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 the host of the show uh, is, is, as I understand, just completed a term or serving parole himself. Um, and he and has one. Not, parole, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So now I'm wondering 
when you go, where you've said it earlier on, it's a criminal offence. Who, who, who incurs the criminal liability for the show? No, no, no. I'm talking about Tap Health, not Joel and I. Okay, no, no, no. But fair, you, fair enough. But no, no, no. No, no, no. My man, are we got case? Are we going to allow it? General. Are we going to allow it? In two, in two, in more. In this case, uh, okay. we now have the 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 station. I mean, the channel. The, there's there's a lot of people that own the company that produces this thing. And and in our example, the host himself is is not uh, has had a brush with the law, which yeah. didn't seemingly end very well. Mm. Now, who incurs a criminal liability? I know there's a criminal case. Can, can it go to the, the people that came and, and were guilty of the harassment itself? Never mind the wife or, or the girlfriend, the, 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 the company. Who, who incurs let's, that liability? Let's apply the principle of contravirus. <laughs> yeah. Now you, you understand me. Mm. Yeah, but the, I, no, it's not for me, it's for the Afropolitans. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yeah. You will explain it. Yeah. The lady takes the first offense. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. She takes the first. It, remember, in law, we consider the circumstances in sure. terms of the seriousness of the offense and uh, how the victim feels. Mm. I get it? E. Now, what then happens here? We apply the principle of contravirus, which you understand very well. You will explain to the the Afropolitans what it means. Mm. In this case, the lady takes the first offense, the, the, the station takes the second offense, the broadcaster takes the third offense. So all of them are criminally liable. All of them, literally. But the first respondent, in case of an appeal, will be the, 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 the lady herself, sure. who went and signed off on the broadcast. Remember, when you broadcast such things, you are, you are actually broadcasting something which is private, yeah. which belongs to somebody else. Remember, once you let me take a break. I think you need to be here next week. Harassment court, even the Harassment Act, because I, I don't think even on this show we've covered it well. Um, Lucky, yeah. uh, I, see, I see your call. We, we're going to deal with you as soon as we get back from the break. We're back after this. Know your rights. Know the law. The Law Report with Michael Matuining Bill. 13 minutes before 9 o'clock. Uh, 9 o'clock, uh, Sutumea will be coming up. But for now, we continue our conversation talking about what the limitations are. What can, what can you broadcast? What can you publish? Where does, where does it stop? And and I think the the call from from uh, from Benny was was a very good one because it illustrates that there are there are you know courts that deal with it, albeit from a different angle, but it addresses the essence of the issue. Let's take some more of your calls. Lucky from Katlehong. Good evening. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm good. And yourself? Good. Thanks. Thank you very much for quite an informative and interesting show. Thank you. Look, I think I just had. Um, Two questions. The first one, I think, has been partially answered because, I mean, it pertains to more. I just wanted to get clarity on doesn't uh, the show actually need to get permission from 
from the people that they actually uh, um, take videos of before broadcasting mm. it on, on the channel. And the, my, I think um, you guys have touched a bit on it. But I think my second question then is, let's say I don't consent, because obviously um, I'm a third party and I don't want to be to be shown on television. Can I actually go and is there a way to prevent the show from broadcasting the episode mm. rather than um, because I think your guest spoke more about in the event that it has already been broadcast what if I actually want to prevent right. the mm. broadcast from taking place yeah well you can definitely like uh, Benny mentioned you can get an interdict um, to stop the show from actually um, you know going and going live and, and being broadcasted so and you would obviously um, have to lodge it as soon as possible. So as soon as you're you you're um, filmed um, and you don't want to be in there, obviously you not you don't know whether they're going to use the footage or not. So I think then there's an opportunity for you as soon as possible to to get a protection order, um, you know, against the company from from broadcasting mm-hmm. that show. Yeah, and and and, oh. it, and yeah. So I think that and and that's the cheaper option. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know the one that Benny introduced because often when we when we think about interdict, we think more about um, you know the high court and pursuing that. But 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 I mean he's quite correct that a magistrate's court yeah. can deal can deal with with this and 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 I'm sure that they can even deal with it on an urgent basis. Mm. Um, mm. If if you come and you say I was filmed today, they threatened to broadcast this thing on Monday. But but I, I think you know one thing that that Benny's call made me realize is that we don't, we've never really, I mean, we, we spoke once in the five years the show has been around, we spoke once about the harassment act. And, and even then it was more for its introduction and what it's going to do, but we haven't really had a conversation about what it's already done mm-hmm. and the kind of cases that's already dealt with. We've always thought about it. We've, we've, the last time we discussed was in the context of, you know, domestic violence, stalkers, etc. So we're going to have another one of this. And, and one of the questions that we should deal with, Lerata, I want you back as well, because yeah. it's really, really cool, is, is, is even on stalkers, you know, how does it, how does, how can that help you stop a stalker without it being, being this very expensive thing? But, but also on urgency. So we, we'll, we'll even sort of talk to you, uh, Lucky, um, talk about, you know how quickly can you get relief uh, yeah. from that court? So, so, so do join join us again uh, next week. Um, we'll definitely do so, and thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. But thank you for the call, uh, Lebohang from Tembisa. Good evening to you, and thank you for calling. Hello, how are you? I'm well and self. I'm well. Thank you so much. Uh, at least someone has brought this show into attention. Mm. Because number one, I wanted to find out if. Do they have a right to come and record me? Yeah. Mm. Yes. I'm yes. Number and two. And then number two. Number two. I, I I feel that this show is being staged. Do you think you can allow someone to come and budge into your home and just record you while you are naked? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that is that is a possibility, right? Mm. Yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, people stage things all the time, and it's very yeah. unfortunate that they couldn't come and. So, and so you think it's themselves. like that that guy that woke up from the dead? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, think. Okay. I think. 
I mean, I mean, for viewership, I think you know people yeah. go to the extreme. Because because if if it's staged, then it kind of rescues everything. Because mm. then it's fiction. Yeah. Yeah, but if it's staged, are we not supposed to be told that it's staged? Exactly. But because and, 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 and not not because we need to be told what's fiction mm. and what's not. Mm. But for you, you know, if if it was a murder, I you know, I remember there was this big issue about some channel broadcast somebody being killed or something graphic like that and everybody thought, geez, you know, we didn't want to see that. And 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 obviously the difference is this one is fiction. Um and then if we th- if somebody told us that no 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 actually it's just fake, it's mm-hmm. just staged. Um, but then I don't know. <laughs> but to the first question, um, to the first question, I think um, uh, uh, the question that came up first, I think it's been answered. Maybe, maybe, yes. maybe just to, to put Labuchang yeah. um, uh, at ease to say, you know, on the issue of consent. Mm. I think you definitely have to to consent. You 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 don't just you know do something and then you didn't consent to it. And I think what's happening, um, you know, uh, in law is very interesting. We currently have the Film and Publication Amendment Act, mm. actually, which uh, you know is waiting to be signed by the president. But it basically uh, one of one of the amendments there is the provision uh, against distribution of private sexual photographs and and films, um, you know, without consent. So if somebody takes, um, you know, a picture of you naked or a film, um, you know, films you naked, but you don't actually consent to the distribution of, of that content, whether it's on social media, whether you're sending it to one person on WhatsApp, then um, fortunately that amendment would then cover, um, you know, it would cover your your basis. So that would be a legal recourse. And um, I know that the Film and Publication Board um, is actually also having an enforcement committee to ensure that that's actually another recourse, mm. um, you know, besides the BCCSA um, and, the, and the likes and, you know, Equality Court. So now there's actually something that's just dedicated to, um, you know, distribution without permission, and also regulating just that part of social media um, when it comes to, you know, sexual um, images and sexual films and also children being depicted mm. in a sexual manner. Mm. And, and, you know, so it would take music, for example, and, and I think that another conversation, there's something that also there hasn't been enough of a conversation mm. about. There are songs that get made and then they get beeped out. But when they get beeped out, you can hear what the guy was saying yeah. or the lady was saying mm-hmm. in that. And, and, and often when I'm with a kid, I know they know what is being said. <laughs> so it's kind of like, who are you fooling? You, who are you fooling if you might as well just say it, you know, go the whole nine yards. You started it because we know what you're saying. Yeah. Where are we with that, with the language and, and the beeping out? Is, has, has there been consensus that beeping out is enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's a that's a little difficult yeah. because I mean it, it it goes from generation to generation. Yeah, I because think. I mean, let me let me phrase this and maybe just to understand what has happened in the last fifteen years. In the last fifteen years, song that even had anything mm-hmm. that was vulgar were not played on radio at all. Yes. Now they get played, but they get beeped out. Mm-hmm. But also, people can download on their phones. So I, I they mean, that's that's maybe a choice. You can maybe say, "But you made the choice." Yes. Right? But but I didn't make a choice necessarily on mm. on radio. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe because people are, are becoming very desensitized. So I mean, you know, the S word. I don't want to say it. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. But it's it's nothing. Just yeah. like the F word, it's becoming nothing. I think people are just becoming so desensitized that certain things or certain, um, um, you know, swear words, they lose their definition. Mm. So, you know, you can just say, ah, well, we're fooling around, we're effing around. It's no longer a big deal. And yeah. I think because of the generation um, gaps and, you know, and what we see on TV, people will just swear or even on social media or, you know, on media, um, people will swear and it's just like regular conversation. Yeah. So I think maybe um, broadcasters are also leaning into that because it's, it's becoming a culture. Right. So if it's happening, if people are just doing it, then obviously it's be- it becomes normal. And, and, and maybe I would be less critical of the culture mm-hmm. um, if we were creating it. But there is a sense that I get that, you know, as soon as it's okay in the U.S., as, as once the U.S. agrees that, no, 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 yes. this, is, this is acceptable, mm-hmm. then it gets imposed or superimposed on, on us. And, and suddenly we start to say, but yeah. it's the culture. Yeah, and the but mo- it's, not, it's not of our making. And, 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 and I wonder if we all sat down and said, well, you know, do we want these kind of songs? I wonder if we... we, we the, mo- the majority of us would agree, mm. would arrive at a point where we're saying, well, actually, we, we, don't, we don't want these songs. Mm. L- l- let me see if I can take a call. Uh, Mohammed from Brakban, hello. How are you, man? I'm very well. It's been a while. I'm fine, man. Sorry, man. Uh, uh, you know, okay. Most of my three questions that were answered, but there's one uh, thing which is bothering me, which I want to ask. You know, I'm looking at the, the bounces of this guy and so on. Mm. And when they can just pitch up in your room, just push your doors and so on, if they break them off. Mm. Like, you know, you become like this person, you know, house, houses in South Africa, you get robbed when you are intacting your house. And now you think maybe this guy is an intruder. You yeah. have to pull out your gun. What mm. happened there? I am also secured on that and so because I don't know who's the person who's coming to my door and doing all those things and so What happened in that incident? Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I guess it's the risk they assume. Exactly. Because, yeah. You know, it happened to you. They broke him into your know, hey, there's somebody saying, yeah, there's kind of like a very famous case. Yeah, very good point, uh, Mohammed. Um, and, and, and I guess I guess it's the difficulties of storming. But 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 you know what? What worried me, Mohammed, it was a slightly different is that they wouldn't do that to a home in Santon because they know exactly what would happen. Mm. They know that, you know, the people would have the means and the will to fight back through whatever means, even legally. And, and, and it, it's almost as if it's so much easier to do it to uh, a set of people who do not have the means to um, get legal advice, the kind that would come from the likes of Benny who just called, who says, actually, this is what you can do and we're going to get um, somebody a jail term. So unfortunately, unfortunately, every day... One one gets reminded about the disadvantages of being poor, and and how the vulnerable just become, you know, almost they 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 serve at the mercy of the strong, and and that's that's certainly a sad state of affairs. I want to close the show on that note. Thank you so much for um, for listening. Thank you to all my guests. Uh, Tolan uh, Njeke, Laraton Dompe, as well as the call from uh, from uh, from from Benny Barima, uh, who shared who shared with us the, the ca- his case where 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 he had success um, against the show called Papgeld. That's the law report. Um, thank you for listening. I look forward to being with you again next Wednesday. From me, Michael Matsuning Bill. Good evening.
That was the Law Report with Michael Mutwining Bill. Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.